Claire, would you say that you're a gamer? Oh, yeah. What's your favorite game? Guitar Hero. <laughs> Do we think it's a video game? Yeah, it's definitely a video game. Hello and welcome to One More Chapter, a new podcast where we'll talk about books that moved us for the better or the worse. I'm Clara. And I'm Claire. And we're your hosts. Claire, I think we've been internet friends for a long time, maybe a decade since we were little fashion bloggers. Yeah, just little babies. Yeah, that's just so insane to me. But we wanted to create a space where we could talk for longer than our one-minute TikToks. And we want to talk about books, our first love. Mm -hmm. So thank you for joining us. And today we're discussing Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Devin. This book was published in 2022, and it made me cry more than most real-life events of oh the past gosh. year. It, was, it really did. It was heart-wrenching. It was amazing. But in the best way. In the best in way. In the best way. So, Clara, tell us, what is this book about? <sighs> okay. So, this is the book jacket summary, which, in my opinion— is not mm-hmm. good enough That's considering fair. the book. And the summary says, in this exhilarating novel, true, by the best-selling author of the story life of AJ Fickrey, two friends, often in love but never lovers, come together as creative partners in the world of video game design, where success brings them fame, joy, tragedy, duplicity, and ultimately a kind of immortality. Wow. Okay, so this is my first time reading this <sighs> as well as a, as a Kindle user. <clears throat> <laughs> um We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, so, I don't actually do not think that this is good it's enough. It's not good, right? I don't think I would have picked this book up based on this. That is why this. it took me so long. I mean, so long. It was published in, like, July of last year. But okay. still, it took me a few months to get into it because I was like, well, I'm not a gamer. Yeah. So, I'm not going to enjoy this. Yeah. I've never been a video game girly. Right, it's except just not my I thing. am a gamer as of I course. do play. Guitar, Guitar Hero. Hero. <laughs> All right, Jen, in 2008. Maybe the last video game I played was like Mario, like Super Mario, oh, like Mario the original Kart. Mario. For like when like you had to like. Nintendo 64. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I was 11, maybe. Yeah. It's been a while. So you can understand why I didn't think this book was for me. Yeah, I totally understand. Well, because so I actually, again, discovered this book because of you. Wow, what an influence. Am I your stalker? <laughs> Am I? Well, I did read that other book by um, Gabrielle you Devin, did. The Story okay. Life of A.J. Fickrey, but I only read it after I found out about Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow okay. because I was like, well, I actually went to buy this book and it was sold out okay. and I saw this other book by her and I was like, well, everyone says Tomorrow mm-hmm. is so good. I'm going to read another book by her. Okay. And I did and it was so lovely like if it was you good haven't read, it okay. was lovely it was such a delight to read i've just i feel like she writes so well and like so calmly and naturally yes. about just like yes. the tragedy of the everyday and Agreed. she's Agreed. just such a beautiful writer it, it just it calms me yes. to read her prose and you know her characters you know her characters she develops them so well they're and flawless. so authentically and Agreed. they're not perfect and they they're flawed but in a way that's understandable mm-hmm. as a reader and this is my first zevin novel and i not, loved it not the last Definitely not the last. Definitely not the last. So we tomorrow are fangirls. and tomorrow and tomorrow is it seems a bit autobiographical. So mm-hmm. she appears to sprinkle bits of her own life into each of the three main characters. So yeah. Zevin is of Korean and Jewish descent. She grew up in New York City and moved to LA and she also went to Harvard. And like her one of her two mains, Sadie and Sam. 
she has become really successful in a niche field. I mean, who's writing novels about gamers? I is this my this is my first gamer novel. So is it for me? Yeah, I well, I don't think that they are saying Yoda like so. Is it for me? Um, I've never that's and again, I think that's why it took people a while to make this book popular because. Yes. That keeps people away. It feels like a little barrier to entry. And even the book's cover the, art. Even the book's cover art, which is so good. Yeah. It is so good. But I feel like it doesn't translate into what the book ends up being. No. No, not at all. But that's okay. I mean, I think some of... I think That's easily, on me. Easily my favorite character I maybe have ever read or read this year is in this book. Ugh. And we're going to talk about who that is. But okay, so let's do our spoiler disclosure. Okay. Yeah. So, warning. <laughs> oh, my God. I had to scare people. Consider them warned. <laughs> My goodness. For the remainder of the episode, we will be discussing the book in its entirety. There will be spoilers. If you don't want spoilers and don't actually, if you haven't read this book, oh my God, please pause stop. Stop and, come and come back. back. Yeah, do come back. <laughs> please come back. But yeah, if you haven't, if you don't want spoilers, because there will be spoilers, please pause and return yeah. at a later date. But yeah, do come but back. Do read, uh, and, and do, do come read. Back. All right. Three, two, one. All right. What did we like? Oh, my gosh. Everything. Everything. Okay. But here's my thing. A lot of the modern literature is is misery porn. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, like, yeah. A Little Life, Girls Born Brighter. Those were, like, two books that were very big, beautifully written. Yeah. But, oh, my gosh. Like, it was just misery. Just pure misery. Do not recommend Girls Born Brighter if you want to, like— if you want to get through your life in a happy way, wow. this book I wonder will, what that would be like. <laughs> this will stop it completely. Just nip okay. it in the bud. I will. I will avoid that for the time being. Yes, I mean, I'm just very much over authors making their protagonists endure every single possible. Yeah, misery. they're survivors. They're I hate just, protagonists that are survivors. Literally, that's just it's their just main like, appeal. Just throw things at them. A little life yeah. does this. It's just. I mean, yeah. I guess. A little life is literally all this man gets. Um, Yikes. But tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, well, it does have misery. It does. It is not exempt it from not, misery. It is not, but it's just like the everyday misery of life. It's not extraordinary misery, and it's not piled no, upon the same character. On. It feels, it's authentically done. It's equally distributed misery. It is. Sad, sad but true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sad I mean, but yeah. true. Yes. All right. So what did you love, Clara? Okay, this was easily one of my favorite books of the last year. It was so like, good. Top three. Yeah. It was so beautiful. And by the last year, we mean 2022. Of course. Yeah. 2023 has barely started. It's barely begun. Until March, it's definitely still 2022. Yeah. 100%. Fair, fair. Yeah. Um, I just, I found her character development so well done. Like oh Sadie God. and Sam, mm. over. I do like novels that are written over the course of several decades for yes. their main characters. Mm -hmm. I gravitate towards those mm -hmm. a fair amount. And she, Zevin did this so well with Sadie and Sam. Just yes. their personal development and their development as friends, collaborators, partners. Mm -hmm. It starts when they're close. 11 and 12. It starts when they're teeny tiny children. And it ends in their late 30s. Or after, no. No. Oh, yeah, 40s. After. You're so right. that's like a life. That is a whole life. That is a life. That is a generation. Yeah. And just like, it's hard to write about personal growth and growth between a really in a relationship mm -hmm. well. Agreed. Without it seeming just very stereotypical. Yes. And she does it so perfectly. Yeah, it, I mean. Like, 
You know these characters. You know these characters. You know how they feel about each other. And it's so heart-wrenching when they can't get to the same place. Oh, no, yeah. And it's very true to life. It's I mean, so true to life. Who doesn't have... Okay, think about this, listener. Mm. Does Do you not have someone in your life who you, like, want to be closer to, but you keep missing each other? Yes. Or, like, friends that you were, like, super close to when you were younger, and then you, like, got estranged yes. a little bit and then came back. Like, I have so many friends who mm-hmm. have, like, been closer and farther from, like— emotionally throughout mm-hmm. my life just because mm-hmm. of circumstances. Yeah. So it just felt so beautiful in that sense. Claire, <laughs> when Sam makes the video game for Sadie after Marx dies, I no, was like, I know. And then he like traps her in that world. But I know. Listener, a friend like that. I mean, are you kidding me? It's so good. Oh my it gosh. is so good. All right, so let's. We also have to just have to talk about what we hated because mm-hmm. not all books can be all good. And my, I mean, like, I, get, I think I get why she did this, but imagine. Mm-hmm. I want you to imagine <laughs> killing your best character. Like, imagine. Imagine giveth I, and then take a thing away. I think that's how you say this. The way that she sort of dangles that he might pull through. Oh, I was so upset. Deeply <laughs> upset. I needed to take. Several moments. I mean, the moments were numerous. Numerous. Because I was like, oh, I mean, he's going to be fine. It's Marx. But the other thing is, she had other characters pull through sort of these catastrophic physical. Sam. Sam. Who has like a full amputation. He also like falls in the road in Boston in the winter. I was. It's not discovered. I was anxious every time Sam came on the scene because I was just like, what is going to happen now? This man is on the verge of death. Every time he stands up. Death. But and he Marx. pulls through, but Marx doesn't. Does Marx is an angel. It took me so long to finish, like, the last 150 pages of this book because I was so unwell. I mean. Not because they were bad pages. They were beautifully written. But I was so unwell. I was sobbing, Claire. I, I, I was sobbing. I was, like, posting it on my story, and I was just like, why did no one warn me about this? No, it's not. I mean, like— Marks from the get-go is you can't not like him. Like, no, he's perfect, but he, not not obnoxiously perfect. No, he's which a perfect, again perfect. is very difficult to do. It is when you mm-hmm. write a perfect character who's so likable. Because they don't they don't do that thing where they sort of just like unload good character traits onto one mm-hmm. character, you yeah. know. And it's just like it becomes this sort of just perfect weird human. He yeah. is perfect. But so relatable. So I mean, relatable. the rela- when when such Sadie a good friend and Marks go on the trip together, Ugh. and he's just so thoughtful. He's of, so like, thoughtful. Everything, yeah, takes her to all the places. And I was so happy when Sadie and Marks got together. Yeah. All right, so we have to do my favorite part, which of course is kiss, Mary kill. Oh my god! No, okay. All right, so you got to go first. Do I? Okay, you, I feel I like should... we sh- can I restrict us to our the three leads. <gasps> Or no, you can say no. Oh my god, you can do it. Okay. No, I have such a good kill. Okay, all right. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I can try. It can be my alternate. Okay, you can have a kill alternate. Okay. You okay. you're gonna do like it's gonna be like a double murder. It's gonna be a double murder. Okay, all right. I think that's fair. I think that's fine. Yeah, I accept your homicidal ways. <laughs> I would, okay, kiss-wise, I don't even know. I feel like I want to kiss and marry the same person. 
Oh. And you know who that is. So you okay, okay. All right. Marks. I know. Why would I waste it on two different people? I know when Marks when is the Marks perfect. When Marks is man. literally perfect. Okay, fair. Right? Yeah, yeah. Kill. Kill. Okay. My original. Okay. Was Dove. Oh. Sadie's God. original boyfriend. Literally from hated college, him. Who is a devious little character. And also an abuser. Also an abuser. And also almost a pedophile. Almost. I feel I feel like we just have to call him that. Just I out mean, of principle. Uh, terrible he's emotionally father. a pedophile. Terrible father and husband. And, okay, just note. <laughs> Do you, are you hearing he the nouns? He married. He is full-fledged married. And he, a father, and a of, father a of a child. Of a toddler. Of a human child. Imagine. Imagine. Who li- they live in Israel? They live in Israel. And he is just, like, around town with Harvard undergrad. Undergraduates. Freshmen, right? They're freshmen? I'm pretty sure she's a freshman at this time. So Sam goes to my team. Yes. And Sadie goes to Harvard. Yes. Both very smart cookies. Um, Yeah. He, I hated him so much. I hated him so much. I don't care if he helped them in any way professionally. I think he probably did. And like, remember, there was like one part that they couldn't get without his okay. expertise oh, yes. of some sort. Oh, right. The, I mean, um, I could not tell okay. you the dynamics. So of this. there is, and I don't want this to turn off anyone, but yeah. there is a significant amount of gaming language. There is. There's some lingo. So there is, there some is lingo. something called a. Something mm-hmm. and it sets the tone of the game. It's your yeah. background. It's like a server. It's, but it's like not. a server, but we're saying that because that's the word that we know. It's not a server. But Dob It is akin to. Yes, Dob builds these essentially. And the thing Dob is Dob had built one for yes. one of his prior games mm-hmm. and Sadie's like, we need it. Because she cannot make, make a storm. She it's like the the sky and the water mm-hmm. and just she like the needs yeah. Dobbs. She needs his expertise. And the idea there's like this existential crisis that yeah. Sadie has because she wants to be able to build it from scratch and she can't. Right. And once she asks him, that's how they get back together. That is how they get back together. So that is disgusting Ugh. because she had already managed to get away from him. But when she goes to ask for this favor, he's because like, she's stay, a child. stay over. She's a child. And also, Sam isn't like, no, don't do it. He's obviously the worst. But also, Sam wasn't aware of how awful Dove was. Right. I, I know. I do. No one knew. I know. All right. Except I'm going to do my kiss, Mary Kill. It's okay. going to be way more controversial than okay. yours. All right. Okay. So I'm, I think I'm going to kiss Sam. Okay. I know. I told you. Sam seems like such an anxious man. I mean— I feel like our anxiety would collide and it would be a very not enjoyable I mean, it would kiss. just maybe it would just be like a drunken kiss at a bar. We're both marrying the same person. Naturally. Marks. Marks. Like, who, like, There's literally no other there's, answer there's no to other this answer. question. I, I think I'm going to kill Sadie. <laughs> so mean. Isn't that, isn't that, that so, is so mean. against feminism? It's pretty anti-feminist. It's like super anti- not the Joe Rogan podcast. I know. I know. Am I making it Joe Rogan? <laughs> But I think okay. Why? Tell me. Explain to me. Give me your rationale okay, for killing. I just feel like beloved, beloved. 
I know. I know. I, I'm, I told you. <laughs> With the cute not, grandma. She has such I mean, a cute I didn't grandma. I kill her grandma. I know. Her grandma, but her grandma would suffer if you knew. I if know. she knew that you were killing I her granddaughter. I just feel like, like Sadie, I just did not like. Well, I mean, granted, she was only 11, but I didn't love <laughs> how she handled the hospital visit. The 11 year old was very immature with her emotions, listener. <laughs> but then I didn't like how she was just so mean to Mazer. Like, she was a little mean. Like, I just felt like she took it just a little too far. She took it a little like, too far. Like, at that point, she was an adult. And and if you think about it, what she did to Sam when they were little, she also, it was rough. She also didn't explain it to him, really. Like, he just yeah. sort of came around and for, kind yeah. of forgave her. Which was so natural to me. Um, like, yeah. it was real. Like, that's how a lot of my fights are resolved. Oh, yeah. You just, just kind around. of don't talk about it. But Sadie <laughs> held on to it. Super and healthy. Thing. She held on to this grub again. Grudge. Grub. <laughs> We're hungry. <laughs> I know. She held on to this grudge against Sam. Yeah, she does. Instead of, like, talking about it for, like, easily resolvable reasons. But then she still kept hanging out with Dov. Yeah, but the thing is, I found that so relatable, like, the Dove relationship, yeah. because it's just, like, she was, what, 18 years old? Well, yeah. Her family it was, was her like, first across love. the country. Was it yeah. her first love? I assume so, right? 18. How many other previous loves yeah. could you have had at 18? Yeah. I don't know. But she was, you know, like, the insecurity, and again, like, Zevin writes that so well. Just, like, he does. the insecurity of just, like, oh girl who's becoming a woman like whatever like an 18 year old Mm -hmm. on her own for the first time like meeting someone who's super capable yeah like an icon in the field that she wants to belong to so i get it like i understand the motivation and she's still going out to brunch with Dov when she's like a 36 year old woman but then she doesn't extend the olive branch to Thea. That's not not as yeah you know when she yeah was the mad comparative him, yeah. I think is true just like why right. if she can hang out with Dove well maybe because Dove never meant as much to her right. as Sam yeah it was right? more of so like a skewering yeah so mm-hmm. it was easier to forgive him even though he handcuffed her to a bed I feel for, like that was like consensual though ugh. it was like barely consensual but oh. that was there yeah. I don't know. But anyways, yeah, so, I, I mean, do think she could have forgiven. Like, I just think they could have had such a beautiful friendship after Mark's dies. And not immediately, right? Yeah. But they could have gone back to it. But instead, I was so sad when just like the distance grows larger and larger, not just geographically, but just emotionally. Yeah. And I was just... I was so sad. I Me was too. like, you are alone in this world, the two of you, essentially. Essentially. And you have known each other for 30 years at this mm-hmm. point, 20, 30 years. You don't want to hold on to that relationship? No. Like, yeah. So I think my decision to kill Sadie happened towards the end when she's oh, out man. at brunch at, with Dov. And I'm like, okay. ma'am, text Sam. I know. He also roped you into he built a whole game for oh, you. That at was this so point. beautiful. What has Dov done I was. For you? I was crying so hard, Claire, when I was reading that. Like, they, I could like, barely read the words the through my tears. Yeah, they fall they in fall love. They fall in love. And it's just so beautiful. I know. I obviously felt so many feelings for Marx. Everybody I, loves I him. I mean, we've talked about this, but I feel like Zevin made him perfect without making him obnoxious or boring or, like, a Mary Sue kind of character, which is so difficult. Just when she writes the tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow speech, like, as Marx is dying, and we finally understood where the book title comes from, mm-hmm. 
I was a wreck. Actually, can I read a little excerpt? Oh, please. Can I, I love your excerpt. Okay. I feel like... No, it's so it's, good. I mean, I feel just, like we have to just establish kind of who Marx is. I don't think we've done that. We've just talked about how much we love him. We? Okay. I mean, he is kind of the third wheel. He's like the producer of he's Sadie C- and oh, he's Sam. He's like the execution guy. Yes. Because Sadie and Sam are the creatives, and they're so good at that, mm-hmm. right? They just like know—they're they're the know-how people. So yes. they make the games, they develop them, and then Marx takes care of all the behind-the-scenes things yes. that they either don't even know they need to do yes. or don't have the capacity to do. Yeah, he essentially handles— making their vision of games into yeah. a business. Into a business. He, like, creates the brand. Like, I need a Marks in my life. Yeah, exactly. Everybody does. He's, he's like, a project manager. Yeah. Like, a hot project manager. He's a hot project manager of our dreams. <laughs> of our dreams. And he—so he's originally uh, Sam's roommate. Yes. Right? And, and he we, also helps Sam because Sam is due to a car wreck in his youth. Mm-hmm. He is disabled. That killed his mom. He killed his Super mom. sad R.I.P. But also, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Why what Sadie and life. Sam? We um, have a Sadie truther in the room. <laughs> Marx takes care of people. He takes care of people without them feeling like they're being taken care yes. of by, like, a caretaker, right? He mm-hmm. takes care of people in the truest sense of the friendship yes. word. Yeah. He knows what people want before they yeah. know what they want. And doesn't really expect anything bad. No. Without it's expectation. Wild. Okay. Wild I want your ex Just knowing that. Just oh And then God. also, please know he dies. Please know he dies. And this at is work. at he, work because of a shooter. He gets. He is a victim of a shooting at work. Which was And tragic. he also and he goes saves down. Someone. He saves someone. He, he saves goes someone. down. And he saves the whole office, essentially. He saves the whole office. Sadie is pregnant. Hero. Sadie is pregnant. Oh, my God. As I'm remembering this, like, I'm getting emotional. It's sad. It's it like, so sad. I mean, imagine killing the best character in a very tragic way. Such a tragic way. Slowly. Slowly. Gradually. There's hope. There's hope, and then the hope is dashed. Oh, my God. So, in this excerpt, so, basically, Marx is on the way to dying, I think, right? He's in he that is. coma, yeah. in which he's conscious, right? His mind is yeah. conscious. He can hear. Oh, okay. Like, Zevin did not have to do all that. I know. I feel like we are making this book sound just like tragedy. It's but n- no, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It really is. So here, okay. we're going, it's like a little flashback, right? Mm-hmm. And we're, Zevin is explaining, basically, where the book title came from, Tomorrow and Tomorrow oh. and Tomorrow. So Marx was in theater, right? When yeah, they were a theater in, kid. When, he's a theater kid. So when they were at school... He was in a bunch of plays. That mm-hmm. was like his thing. It was. Um, he's a thespian. Yes. To make his case, Marx jumped up on a kitchen chair and recited the tomorrow speech for them, which he knew by heart. Listener, oh. I won't do the okay. entire Macbeth monologue because really? that is not what we're doing. You don't want to do all 20 minutes? It's it's 10 lines, but but still. It's long. He finishes this monologue and Sadie says, that's bleak. Why start a game company? Let's go kill ourselves, Sam joked. Well, joke's on you. Also, Sadie said, what does any of that have to do with games? Isn't it obvious, Mark said. It was not obvious to Max or to Sadie. What is a game, Mark said. It's tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. It's the possibility of infinite rebirth, infinite redemption. The idea that if you keep playing, you could win. No loss is permanent because nothing is permanent ever. 
Oh my gosh. Wow. I mean, I underlined this so hard. I almost like broke the page, but just like, tch, tch. I was just not. Yes. Well. I mean, I feel like she does such a good job of drawing parallels of like between gaming and life, of yes. having multiple chances. Yeah, to do it right again. Oh, it is so good. It is world building in the most technical definition of the term. Mm. I do feel disappointed that we didn't pick up on enough of the gaming lingo. I agree. <laughs> it wasn't the principal part of the novel. I will say that. I will say that. It is a server, but it is not a server. Um, I just... But again, that goes to show how good of a writer well, yeah, Zevin is. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, you can read this book without you, ever having played a video game. Yeah, or end it without wanting to pick up a video game. And yeah. that does not mean that it wasn't one of the best books that I right. read last year. I did immediately download Candy Crush. Did you really? No, but uh, it would have been fine. <laughs> um, okay, so I have to talk about what I believe to be— Oh, my God. Um, maybe the ultimate insult of this book. And that is. is the Goodreads rating. So I don't know how many people have listened to episode one. But um, the Evelyn Hugo got a 4.45. And this one... Insultingly high. I will just say that. Yeah. And this one, a piece of literature. Literature. Hold on. We need to take a step back, though, if we're talking about representation, which was a big theme of our last episode. Oh, that's so true. And kind of compare. Because this is representation with context. Evelyn and it Hugo, is well done. Yes, is representation without context. Yeah, it's representation for representation's sake. And, and it's this, just a sprinkle and of this is color similar. and sexuality. And this is why people like when people of that descent yeah. write about their experience. Because Agreed. I was... Like, it was so good. It's authentic. And there are just little things that make you realize that this person either did their research or experienced it themselves, mm-hmm. right? Just like the restaurant that Sam's grandparents own. It's exactly. just such a beautiful place. And it's described so well. Yes. Just so like Sam is Korean. Mm-hmm. in L.A. Just everything about it is so well done. And Sadie is Jewish. Mm-hmm. And then um, is Marx also Korean or is he? Marx is also Korean. Yeah. Okay. His dad is. His yes. mom is not, I think. So yes. that was what united them also, that they were yes. like half, half. Yes. They were just really strong points of talking about being sort of a first generation immigrant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what it what that means. Yeah. And like the pressure kind of to succeed. And we had, there's another parallel, I guess, to Evelyn Hugo in that Sadie comes from wealth, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. And Sam does not. At all. So his drive to succeed is more urgent, I would say, than Sadie's. So Sadie is fine with, like, taking her time Mm -hmm. and, you know, doing— And failing. And failing and creating for— the sake of creating, right? Mm-hmm. And Sam is like, well, I have bills to pay. I have a billion student loans. Like, I have, I need money. Yeah. This game needs to come out yeah. by the end of the summer, essentially. Yeah. Which I thought was I thought such was, a good... It was good tension. It was good tension between them. And it was very realistic as well. Yes. And it's just like such a thing about making art. Mm-hmm. Just like the idea that you want to make something good, but a lot of times something good does not make a lot of money. Exactly. And and then there was that, that actually was a theme throughout the whole book because mm-hmm. they did that first game. It did really, really well. And yeah. Sam wanted to just continue making games. Yeah. Sadie wanted to make other games 
that ultimately her games didn't her do games, as well. Yeah. But it was like the stakes they were weren't low. as commercial. It's mm-hmm. like commercial versus art. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not always on the same page. Yes, I mean it was so good, and I mean it was just a good showing of I thought what it's like to be a person of color, mm-hmm. especially a first generation person yeah. of color in America and what success looks like and the different roads to success. Exactly. Um exactly. and then so that's why I was a little disappointed that the the Goodreads ranking was lower. Claire, I was so upset when we looked a this up. Four point thirty five. Which I mean it's it's good, obviously. Yeah. But then when I compare it to Ellen Hugo, four point four five, I'm yeah, just like what what are we doing here? I mean, now I need to feel like I need to re like I need to see kind of what people have to say. I just Let's look for a one star review. Okay. Let's see what people All right, who hate at this book have be... to say. Claire found oh. a one star review on Amazon. She's oh. going to read it. All right. So I'm it's just going to read the awful. first one. All right. So the title of this one star review on Amazon is Insufferable. I love when people title the reviews. Seems so unnecessary. Oh, I think you have to. Do you? Yeah, I think it's required. Insufferable. Okay, I can't believe I suffered through this book, but I kept thinking it had to get better since it was it had such good reviews, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. Were we supposed to like Sadie because I could not stand this self-centered, oh jealous, and self-righteous One of your character? Uh oh. <laughs> have I like started a weird movement? <laughs> I take it back, Sadie. I love you. Sam's mother died when he was young. He saw a woman fall to her death in front of him. He had a car accident that led him to getting his foot amputated. He lost his best friend. But to Sadie, Sam was evil because how dare he not realize that no one has ever suffered like her. When even he was trying to help her, he was deceiving her. I'm just glad this book is over. Okay, like I— Have you ever left, like, a super negative review of something? Um, Like of a book? Yes, I did. No, not of a book. Of a, of a pizza. I, I don't think— of, like, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. There was hair on it. I mean, it had to be done. Oh, God. Okay. Of a book, though. No. I never have. No. First of all, because I feel like writing a book is really hard work. And well, also, this is only one segment. And I thought that this was part—I mean, this is actually—he's kind of saying why I wanted to kill Sadie. Yes. But but he's not understanding— The nuance of it. The nuance. And again, I feel like I'm always defending unlikable characters. Yeah, yeah. But why do characters have to be likable? Like, no, that's not don't. the point yeah. of literature. No. They're supposed to be real. To, like, make you feel something. They're, I mean, they are. They're supposed and to, to be. to write them authentically and realistically. And Zevin does that. Oh, my gosh, she does. I mean, these so are three of the most realistic. she is at times unlikable? Like, yeah. do you think you are likable at yes. every point in your life? Think about that. I mean, me, yes. Yes, of course. But. Present company excluded. Yeah. Of course. But everyone else, no. Everyone else has times mm-hmm. when people just don't like them. That's why I said that my Kiss, Mary Kill was controversial. Yeah, that's fair. Because it was. For me, it was. I mean, I think it was for everyone. Because I don't think we can just sort of lump Sadie into her being a bad person. I understand her motivation. Mm-hmm. It just annoyed me. Yeah. No, that's fair. That, and I, I understand. Yeah. And I mean, it's like not enough reason to give this a one-star review because yeah. it's a one tiny little snippet of this. Exactly. Novel. And it doesn't detract from the book. No, it does not. It just adds layers to it a does. character, which it is does. what we should be doing. We should. So. I mean, I think it was good. Multi-layered characters. I mean, our, make more of them. So what is your Goodreads ranking? 
I think I give this a five. A full five. A full five. I think, Not even like, oh, it would have been a 4.5, but there's no half stars. Like, a five. I think I'm giving a, it a 4.87 <laughs> because of the length. Because I'm going to, this is going to be like okay, a drum IV. I, it was just, I've just, at it some point I was long. like, okay, let's wrap yeah, it up. It's almost 400 pages. Yeah. It's wild. I mean, it was 400 beautiful pages. Beautiful. Gorgeous pages. But I was like, it's, I, I I also felt so depleted after the, the loss of Marks that oh. I was ready to be done. Yeah, I think that's, that's what happened. Like, it took me a while to finish it because I was so upset. Mm-hmm. And then once I did finish it, I had to, like, reread, like, very easy romance books <sighs> because I was just, I need something good to happen. Did you to read one it. of those? Fr- oh, you don't have a Kindle. I don't have a Kindle. Okay. I yeah. don't have a Kindle. I'm if a you big, read I'm yeah. a big physical book person i like the sound of turning pages <laughs> i know i used to be that way and then something happened <laughs> they are heavy they are heavy yeah i mean i'm carrying a lot of pages you in my are. bag today you are so i get it i um, get the appeal are we allowed to solicit reviews now i think we should i think we unfortunately have to Please leave us a five-star review. Oh, my God. I feel like Despite, the fact that we do this after we talk about Goodreads makes people not want to give us five-star reviews. And I think people now really hate me because I killed Sadie. Yeah. And they should. I know. They really should. Um, But, you know, I think you can still give us a five-star review. Yeah. Should we talk about where people can, like, find us online? I yeah. I feel like they know. But, Claire, where can people find you? Oh. Oh, my God. You can find me pretty much across the board. Clara Bell. Mm-hmm. CWB. Yeah. And, and that's then, Clara Bell, by the way. Yeah, it's everybody. Not Clara Bell, which yeah. is interesting. I know. And everybody calls me Clara. Yeah, which is my name. Yeah. You can find me across the board at Color Me Loverly. I'm just that everywhere. I know. It's a regret that I have because I made that username when I was approximately 17 years old. Oh, no. And now it's haunting me, but I can't leave it. Leave five star reviews. Please forgive me for killing Sadie. Now I feel You bad. can criticize Claire in your review. Yeah. For Just her, me specifically. For her kiss, marry, kill choices. For not wanting to kill Don. <laughs> I know. The worst character in this book. I mean, he's the worst, but it was just, I had to kill off. That's fair. All right, all right. 